Starting, scaling, and exiting a business is hard. So why do some companies achieve seven, eight, and nine-figure exits while others struggle to reach six figures in revenue? To answer these questions, we sit down with top entrepreneurs who have exited for more than $10 million or currently run $10 million-plus businesses and grill them until they share their proven tactics and strategies. Welcome to Beyond Eight Figures. All right, welcome to another edition here of Beyond Eight Figures. Steve Olsher hanging out with you today. And, uh, and I got to tell you, this is a really, really special episode. Uh, as you notice, I didn't introduce Rich and Mary. Uh, why? Because this is, uh, this, this is really a, a very, very special episode because today marks the beginning of the official transition of Beyond Eight Figures uh, into the wonderful and capable new hands of AJ and Michael. And I'm, I'm really, really excited uh, because, as you guys know, we've been moving forward with Podcast Magazine. Uh, we've been moving forward with, with a lot of different initiatives in, in the space uh, of podcasting. And we found that we just, well, as much as we love Beyond Age Figures, we just felt that it was time to pass the torch to a couple of amazing gentlemen who live and, and breathe the, the, the world of business and really understand uh, what it takes to start and, and scale and exit from a business. And so as we were sitting here thinking, you know, geez, what, what, what can we do here in terms of, you know, continuing on with the show that we were, we're so proud of and we love this show and we didn't want it to go away, right? Totally and completely. We thought, you know what, let's figure out what we can do here just to keep the fire burning. And so after putting out some feelers and talking to some folks, uh, ended up landing here with, uh, with, with Michael and AJ. And, and I got to tell you, I'm just absolutely thrilled. Uh, because I can't imagine the show being passed into better hands. And let, let me do this. Let me, let me give both AJ and Michael an opportunity to say hello uh, and introduce themselves. Now, I'm still going to be, just so you know, I'm still going to be there in the, you know, in, the, in the corner rooting them on, and I'm still going to be you know, watching everything that's going on and whatnot. Obviously, uh, we've got a lot of time and energy and, and resources, of course, invested uh, into Beyond Eight Figures and everything that we've done there as well. So I'm going to make sure that that AJ and Michael uh, just really carry the the torch in, in the way that we know that they can. And I'm going to be helping them uh, behind the scenes through that process. And so just, uh, again, let me introduce you to first AJ here and and really excited to, to give you guys an opportunity to, to meet him. What's going on, AJ? How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. I mean, look, I want to say thank you. you know, I've been I've been a fan of the show for a while. I've been definitely a fan of you know liquor.com and background for quite a while. And this was just really exciting to hear you know that you were looking for an opportunity for the podcast because you know I was looking with Michael to kind of create a new kind of show to reach out to people on the journey past eight figures. And this was just so, you know, like, wait, this is for sale. So it was cool. I've, you know, I'm always really one of those guys is horrible talking about itself, but been playing around internet since the eighties. I sold a company back in 
early 90s that was doing web development when people were still trying to figure out how to close H1 tags. And, you know, I've had some good luck over the years, but a lot of stupidity is my, you know, thing. But had three. You, you learned of, something along the way, right? A few. <laughs> you know, sold my first company, Pure Equity, to a company that promptly went bankrupt, you know, all that fun. You know, sold the second one that kind of ended up uh, spending it all in southern France, which was a different type of stupidity, but well worth it. And, you know, I've been trying for a long time to kind of just build up concepts. And this, you know, made it so cool. So, yeah. And at the end of the day, I've built a few agencies. I've sold them uh, mostly in web development and, you know, uh, media buying dealing in New York and all that craziness. And then um, about 10 years ago, not even 10, so about eight years ago, bought a bunch of crypto and promptly forgot I had it. Bitcoin back when it was under 100. Um, and, you know, got really lucky with that. Um, I live in southern Spain, moved with my family a few years ago. And then um, just decided that a couple of years, you know, has been nice being semi-retired, being an investor in startups and all that. And I wanted to uh, create something new. So I started talking with Michael. Yeah, no, I love that. And uh, and now we all wish that we had just bought, <laughs> uh, you know, some crypto and just forgot about it when I was under a hundred bucks, right? And, uh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't I buy, wait a minute, I think I bought, what's that stuff called? It's um, Bit, uh, what is it, Bit Bitcoin? Yeah, right, yeah. I've got some of that. Yeah. So at what point did you realize, was it, was it at like 15 grand when you realized, oh my God, wait a minute, I think I actually have some of this somewhere? It was when it started getting around, so it was like late 16 and I started, so I laughed. I would have been over 10 figures if I had just left everything. 10 figures? Now. No, like 10, 10 figures now, is a billion dollars. Yeah. But I got into a bunch of the ICOs. So I invested in syndicates and so I lost, yeah, not lost since I still have <laughs> tokens, but let's just say yeah. a lot less value. But no, I did well. I did a few mil. It was, it was nice, but it was late 16. And then, you know, in 17, it was that lovely race. That, right. You know, it was like, what is going on today? Oh my God. Yeah. 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 So you, I mean, obviously as an entrepreneur, you, you've seen the highs, you've seen the lows. That's one of the beautiful things that I know that uh, you, you found appealing about Beyond Eight Figures is just the fact that so many of the entrepreneurs that we feature on the show have had a very similar story, right? It, it's that I, I gave something a try, it blew up. I gave something else a try, it blew up. Like very, very, very few entrepreneurs that we have on the show have ever said, you know what? I got it right the first time. And it just absolutely went perfectly. And here we are eight figures later and we exited and, you know, and everybody's, and everybody's thrilled. So what, um, when you look back on some of the entrepreneurial stuff that you've been involved with and obviously being involved really early in the, in the dot-com space and so on, AJ, what would you say was, was one of the biggest lessons that, that, that you've learned as you look back on this, this whole, phenomenon of uh of entrepreneurship and starting and scaling and in some cases exiting from those businesses for me you know and this is you know listening to a lot of the entrepreneurs you've had on the show it's the idea of constantly trying new things that are happening experimenting you know for me it's been trying to figure out a good way to create a structure around that as i've kind of 
gone. But like, you know, when I started off, I like every piece of code, every different thing, you know, I launched a VRML, if anyone remembers that agency, that was the second I sold. Wait, was that virtual reality? VR? Is that... that was the virtual reality markup language back in the mid nineties that basically a single object with like, a, you know, the equivalent of a GIF, 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 um, yeah, right, JPEG, JPEG, whatever, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not, you know, why not do that? So yeah, I mean, it's about the experimentation and realizing that like, look, even if you fail, what you've learned is gonna come up at some other time. So for me, it's like, I wanna learn what things people have, you know, have learned by making the mistakes, you know, what have they learned? Like, okay, yeah, this didn't work, but this brought me, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting too, right? How like sometimes some of the, the best destinations are ended up being, being reached, so to speak, on a path that you didn't even know existed. You know, it's like you, you, you can't connect the dots while you're in it. But then as you look back, you go, wait a minute, if, if that didn't happen, then I would not have gone to that or met that person or developed that product or whatever that might've been. And then that obviously would not have connected to this. And so it, it's kind of interesting. Do, do you see that in your own career? I mean, in terms of dots that have connected in ways that you didn't think like even made sense while you were going through it, so to speak? I like the concept of dots because that's partly clear. I always call them bouncing balls. It's like, you know, there this person I met, like one of, um, because I had the liquor, I had these un charity liquor events back when I had one of my agencies that I sold six years ago. We used to do not-for-profit charity event so like i got known amongst a certain group of new york texans as the guy who would always have mccallan or yeah you know, i would have 18 year old and 21 year old mccallans at my office so people would come and want to hang out not even to talk to me but i ended up meeting one guy the, who i ended up investing in his company and he just sold for a gazillion dollars i was like oh that was never planned that was pure luck because I liked drinking. Would that have worked when I was 20 and drinking? Yeah, right. No, it was different. It was infrastructure. It was foundation and all that. So yeah, it is those things that just randomly happen because we built enough failures underneath to have another opportunity or to use something, you know, your dot, to use a connection through a dot better I together. AJ and I met because of a couple of odd dots coming together um, just in a mastermind that got thrown together last minute in a forum that he was about to quit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We yeah. were in, we've, we've been in a master, we were in a mastermind that was about acquiring businesses and he and I were the only ones who were like, okay, we're going to go do this. And everyone was like, well, maybe we can do that. And it was just like, okay, we need to have a deeper conversation, you know, find, find cooler, more interesting people to talk to about, mm -hmm. you know, what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Well, actually, Michael, now that we've got you, uh, chiming in here a little bit, man, let's, uh, let's give you an opportunity to, to say hello and introduce yourself to the audience. And, um, you know, it's, 
my my only experience of you has been through this acquisition process of the show here. It's the first time we re- we really had a chance to chat and get to know one another. Uh, but I've been super impressed uh, in, in terms of just the the professionalism you bring to the table and, and your directness and just um, you know from from an entrepreneurial perspective and having my myself built and sold you know multiple businesses over the years. I can tell you that integrity and people doing what they say they're going to do when they say they're going to do it is is unfortunately a fairly rare trait and 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 rare characteristic in in the world of business. And I will say that you know I have been extremely impressed with how consistent you have been, you know, AJU as well for sure. But you know, again, just having worked directly with Michael through most of this process. You know, when when you said something was going to happen, it happened. When you said it's going to to work in this manner, it worked in, the, in that manner. And I just really want to let you know that I appreciate how how straightforward you were and how consistent you were. You know, throughout this entire process, and that and, and that's that's fairly rare. As much as I hate to say it, but um, I just you know I wanted to acknowledge you for for that because it's been a pleasure really to 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 work with you through this process. So. Let me give you an opportunity to uh, to say hello uh, and introduce yourself to the Beyond Eight Figures audience because you're obviously going to be an integral part of this with AJ uh, moving the torch forward. Well, first off, let me say thank you. And likewise, it's rare that I get a deal done that quickly and that cleanly. Um, and you are always welcome back as host emeritus at Beyond Eight Figures. Sweet. I have a title, a new a new title. I'm host emeritus. I like it. I, t- I accept. <laughs> That's going on my LinkedIn profile. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I think I come from fourth and fifth generation entrepreneurs on my mom and my dad's side of the family. And it was the one thing I was told I couldn't do when I was growing up. So it was kind of the only thing I ever had an interest in doing. And it, I come from a real estate family on my dad's side. And real estate as a business is finance, transactions, relationships. There's really not much else to it. (laughs) And as I got older and I found out you can't really make money in restaurants or things like that unless you really know what you're doing in them and that you kind of sacrifice a decade making no money to learn that stuff. I went off, started a degree in economics. Uh, Then the crisis really got going and my econ teachers at least the good ones all went back to the private sector to make real money and then i dropped out of school went to a coding boot camp joined a startup in mountain view california raised a little over a million dollars uh failed as only a group of 20 somethings entrusted with millions of dollars can do and settled into figuring out what to do next which actually turned into B2B growth strategy consulting and me finding podcasting where I've been for about the past five, six years now with Call for Content, Podcast 360, and a few other fun things that we're coming up with. So I've been a big fan of what you've been doing with Podcast Magazine. Yeah, I appreciate that. And and so this actually is a, is a really good opportunity for us to talk about um, just kind of the podcast landscape as as a whole. I know you guys are really bullish uh, on the medium. I just wanted to get your take. Let me start with you, AJ. Let me get your take on on podcasting 
as a whole. Mike, I didn't want to cut you off. There was there anything else you wanted to add from a background perspective or anything just so people can get to know you a little better? No, I mean, I'm okay. a, I'm a super boring guy with tons of different <laughs> layers. All right. Yeah. So we just got to get by, just got to get through the onion there. We'll get to the, we'll, we'll, we'll get more out of you. All yeah. right. Um, so, so let me, let me just ask you guys. And again, I'll start with AJ here. Um, obviously you're bullish on, on the medium. Uh, I mean this, and for those just, we're, we're always, uh, and you guys know me enough to know that I'm an open book here. This is an actual acquisition. So AJ and Michael have bought the show from us, right? This is, so when I say passing the torch, I, I just to be very clear, they are investing time, energy, and resources into acquiring the show and moving it forward. So this is an actual transaction here. And we talk about start, scale, exit. Well, for us as as founders of Beyond Eight Figures, this this is an exit. And so in order for there to be an exit, someone has to feel like, you know, it's a great time to, to, to move forward. So in this case, we're moving forward with Podcast Magazine and our related initiatives. And someone has to feel like it there, there's upside and it makes sense to acquire whatever that asset is. So obviously, AJ and Michael, you guys see an upside to acquiring the asset, which means in, in general, more general terms, you see an upside as far as the medium is concerned concerned, right? In terms of podcasts and where this medium is headed. So I, I want to start first then with that question of why are you guys so bullish on the medium of, of podcasts and podcasting and, and, and where, where do you see it headed? I'll start with AJ and then Michael chime in. Yeah. I mean, I've spent a lot of my career um, working and developing communities for brands, um, how to get people to be interested in what brands were talking about and done right, it's always been one of the most impactful ways to help a brand grow. As Michael and I were talking, one thing Michael's been, you know, with his background in podcasting, I was like, well, I listened to every history podcast on the planet, but he was like, no, look at the business, look at the metrics we've been kind of going through. And I realized I've been looking at wanting to build a community podcasting is a center part of how a lot of people learn about community, learn about new things that are going. It becomes this kind of entry point into what is happening in the space, which is changing so crazily. So for me, it's this idea that, wow, podcasting can become such the center of this community we're working on. And then also just how to learn from so many cool people. Yeah, you know, I like the two-way nature of it. So I just see it growing and being able to talk to much more interesting people. Yeah. I mean, as mentioned, AJ and I met in a mastermind for business acquisitions. And when you talk about media business acquisitions, which I think is how I look at a podcast, at least as a media business, then you're really talking about audience acquisition because that's where the value is. It's in the community that you build. And there's no better medium to have a conversation than podcasting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and generally speaking, let me just ask you this. So with everything that's going on with the Spotify's and the SoundClouds and the Amazons, of the world now jumping into, into the space. I mean, if you kind of had a, a crystal ball and, and you were looking at the, the world of podcasts from, from an acquisition standpoint, uh, this seems like a fairly new phenomenon, right? Like I, I, I don't know I, off the top of my head, other than some of the really big 
shows and networks that have been acquired. I haven't seen much in terms of individual shows that aren't, you know, the the Rogans of the world, so to speak, being acquired. Let, let's talk about podcast acquisitions in general. Is, is this is this a an opportunity on on both sides? What, like how how are you guys looking at at the world of acquisitions? We are looking for other acquisitions in the space. I think this is just a little unique because I have seen acquisitions, but they're usually a network or someone bringing on the talent. This is taking your framework, your genius, and hopefully, you know, being able to add a little bit to the conversation that you created and moving forward. Um, but yeah, I think, look, as people are looking at different forms of digital assets and looking, you know, having played a lot with the traditional private equity world, you know, and seeing them come slowly step-by-step step into a more digital world and seeing how people are looking at assets and looking at what can be used with different things, you know, I think you're going to see more of the, you know, more, yeah, desire to see if there's value in a podcast, you know, from selling, but then from the buyers, it's like, does it fit with other ideas? Does it fit? You know, podcasts can be a great center, I think, to multiple things. Or if you want, you know, if you're building it and going audience acquisition, you know, for a podcast is kind of a fun space right now. It's, you know, so many new fun things are happening from, you know, tactical and strategic opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, what's your take on it? I mean, I've, I think I did my first podcast acquisition plan about 18 months ago, right down there. And we've done a couple now with call for content for network clients who are looking to grow. And really it's focused on sourcing independent talent before it gets big. Um, I think podcasts are becoming better and better properties to invest in. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it takes building that infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say infrastructure, just so folks are clear, because if they're thinking about it from from the standpoint of maybe building something that they can start and, and scale and exit from in, in this landscape, what, what does that mean? How do you define infrastructure? Yeah. So I think when we talk about podcasts and the issues around buying and selling them, analytics is one big area that I think is starting to come to an end. We've gotten We've gotten a set of measures that we can agree upon at the industry level in most transactions, in most cases, for what a podcast listenership looks like. Then we've got monetization of the shows and conversion of audience. And that technology is where we're really building out now. And alongside that, actually finding shows, discovery of new podcasts, and having levers we can pull to consistently grow the shows. I know Mm -hmm. there's a few circles of podcasters and operations that have gotten that figured out to some extent, but it is certainly kept private at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, so to that end, um, I don't know how much or how little you want to share or you want to reveal. I mean, I'll, I'll leave that to you guys, but I know that this is, this is a conversation that on many levels is very near and dear to your hearts is, uh, I'll, I'll just simply give you the opportunity to, to either say, this is something we'll be talking about at a, at a later date in terms of your, your roles as, as far as that, that, you know, that shift or in, in terms of creating those possibilities or concern for 
uh, both buyers uh, and sellers. Um, or we can talk about some of that now, but I, I want to give you the opportunity to. Oh, yeah. No, let's talk about that. I'm trying to make this market, quite frankly. I think that I might be the only person with a podcast acquisition and valuation model that's actually seen use in transactions. I'm about to launch it as a web app. Uh, as we're recording this, it's supposed to go live at the nice. end of the week. And you can check it out now at podcastscore.com. And then we're going to set up a marketplace along with it because I think the biggest issue to most people buying and selling them right now is there's nowhere to buy mm -hmm. and sell them. Yeah. Yeah. AJ, anything to add? Because I know you're intimately involved with all that as well. No, I think, look, I'm. we want to kind of find ways you know, when it comes to podcasts, find ways to make it a more liquid marketplace. They are, you know, we're watching marketplaces come, you know, newsletter marketplaces, you know, Instagram accounts, etc. They're all kind of coming with various legal and XYZ. Podcasts are, you know, I think something that lends itself very cleanly to it. And look, what I like is the ability to kind of take an asset and be able to you know, find ways to grow it, to use it in new ways. And, you know, as we look, I, I'm i planning on being a buyer and then supporting Michael's, you know, Michael's efforts to create these marketplace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, terrific. So, so as we look to, to kind of wrap up this, this first transitionary episode here, as, as a, we begin passing the torch completely over to you, AJ, and uh, over to you, Michael. What, uh, what, what, what do you, what do you really want the audience to know uh, about you guys that we may not have covered, uh, so far here in, in today's episode? One of the interesting things that, you know, I loved about your show and then the relationship that Michael and I have been developing is, you know, we see your audience as fellow journeymen, you know, people on this journey. It's about, you know. When you're when you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner. The amount of noise and the about amount of uh, I call them false prophets, but false coaches. Yeah, you must do this. It's overwhelming, and the only way you can really see what works is by hearing from people who have actually made it happen. And you know, we really want to learn, you know, from the audience what it is that they want for their journey. What yeah. are they looking for? We're going to go out and find, you know, more and you know, more amazing people like you've found to interview. But we're hoping to kind of bring you know more of that question of like, okay, what's going to help you step through the million plus ways? You know, so like you mm -hmm. said, you may not have to worry about the basic problems, but it gets even more complex and more crazy as you get you know along this journey. Yeah. So, what can we learn here? What can we bring? Yeah. yeah. Michael, please. I'd add, I really like baking bread, like a lot. Like I get into the science of it. Um, big into bread, love the stuff. Outside of that, I think community is the keyword because I want to hear from you. Uh, you can text me. You can shoot us emails. Find us on Twitter. I think I'm a little more active everywhere than AJ, but. I think you can find us both. And like I said, you can text me. It's 314-370-2922. Uh, just shoot me a message. 
Let me know what you want us to do on the show. Who should we have on? What should we add? Do you want to hear us spitball and talk with the guest about 10 new business ideas to make a million dollars or 10 million since that's where we're really trying to go? Yeah. Let <laughs> us know. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's let's leave it at that. I mean, that's uh that, that is a a pretty sweet offer there to 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 give you folks your phone number. Much much more generous than I than I would be there, Michael. So you uh, you come out of the gate there pretty strong and uh and that's again one of the things that that I love so much about you guys is your open books. You very much are are interested in not only of course sharing what's working, what's new, what's now, what's next, bringing on people um, who have started and scaled in some cases, in some uh, cases exited from those businesses and so on. Um, but I know you guys are also open books in terms of who you are and what you've done and and really the, the desire to help people get to where they want to go with their businesses and creating that community of of folks who can who can lean on you guys and turn to you guys as their trusted advisors and be a part of the new beyond eight figures family and so I think it's just a perfect <laughs> representation of how of how open and willing you you are to to really develop uh, the the rapport and the camaraderie and, and the sense of family and community uh, with the beyond eight figures audience as it currently exists and obviously as, as the show continues to grow as well. So, I mean, just a huge generous offer there for people to connect directly with you. Uh, and again, gentlemen, I'm, I'm honored uh, to be able to, to say that, you know, you guys are taking the reins here and I know you're going to do amazing things with the show. We'll share a little bit more about what the new show uh, is going to be about and how you guys are looking at that format and how you're going to bring your own spin here to what we're doing. So I really just wanted to give all of you the opportunity to to meet Michael and AJ. And uh, like I said, in the next episode here, uh, we'll talk more about the direction uh, of the new show, uh, and then we will officially pass that torch. So um, for now, let me just simply say love you guys and, and really appreciate all of the, the fun times that we've had together, all the interesting conversations that you've been able to be a part of, all the feedback, all the ratings, all the, re all the reviews, and all the love uh, that we've gotten over the last uh, couple odd years or so, however long it's been since we first started. I don't even remember the day now, but I think it was around 2018, somewhere in there. feels like uh, it was just yesterday that we got started. But again, I just really want to thank you guys for, for being here, for being part of the Beyond Eight Figures family, and uh, for Michael and for AJ. I am Steve Olsher, and we will talk to you guys next time here on Beyond Eight Figures. You've been listening to Beyond Eight Figures. Share your thoughts on today's episode and what you'll apply to your business by emailing us at feedback at beyond8figures.com. And if you haven't already done so, we'd greatly appreciate it if you took a moment now to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Until next time, keep scaling.